0: Welcome to the School of Hard Knocks Podcast. I am your host, Mark W. Knox. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Get on the bus because class is in session. This is episode number one of the School of Hard Knocks Podcast, and it starts now. Welcome to the School of Hard Knocks Podcast, the show that is going to take what's already in your mind, what's already in your head, the thoughts, the ideas, the dreams, and turn those into reasonable, rational, and profitable actions. The show that is about my life, your life, and how we can learn from each other's experiences to be the best version of ourselves. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the School of Hard Knocks podcast. I am your host, Mark W. Knox. This is episode number one. That's right. Episode number one. Today is October 7th, 2019. And every single Monday, every single Monday, we're going to bring you new content via the platform of your choice. Okay, so go ahead and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're on right now. Forward it and share it to your social media. Recommend a friend, a family member, anybody who you think will benefit from hearing the messaging that's going to come forth through this particular show. Okay, the reason that we chose Mondays to release new episodes is because we figure, hey, why not use this as your start to the week to maybe present you with a challenge that you can do throughout the week or to give you some goals uh, in the beginning of the week. And we just figure, hey, maybe you can listen to this on your way to work. Maybe you can listen to it while you work out. Um, But we really want you to start your week off right. We want you to start your week off once again by setting some goals and challenging yourself. So in this week's episode, here's here's what we're going to do. I have eight steps to mind mapping. Okay, so I'm going to give you eight steps to mind mapping. But before I do that, I'm going to explain to you what mind mapping is and why it's important. Okay, so I had a conversation uh, with uh, with one of my one of my very close friends um, who actually lives in Texas, and he is in the midst of some awesome growth personally and professionally. He's got a few different business initiatives that that he's pursuing right now. You know, he's into a little bit of real estate. He's working a restaurant angle. And when we were talking, I was I was asking him, I said, man, do you remember you know, when we were younger and you'd be outside playing, minding your own business and you just get so tired that sometimes you may just stop and you just lay in the grass. Now, for those of you who don't who, who who don't know what I'm talking about, maybe maybe you didn't play outside when you were a kid. But I used to get to the point where I was so tired that I couldn't do anything but just lay there. And a lot of times I found myself laying there looking up at the sky, thinking whatever. Um, I later found out that that was called daydreaming. Right. I'm just kind of like daydreaming. I'm, I'm thinking about where I could be, things I could be doing, so on and so forth. And I asked him, I said, man, when is the last time that you let your mind wander? When is the last time that you specifically set yourself in an environment so that you could let your mind go down the rabbit hole, for lack of a better term? You know, in today's uh, in today's society. Um, really the, the, the smartphone does a lot of the, the thinking for us. I mean, how much thought is really required when you open your social media and you, and you start scrolling, right? I mean, the, the feed is actually thinking and controlling the direction of your thoughts for you. So you don't have to do much. Um, I I often talk to, to, to people about, um, not letting the smartphone be smarter than you. Right now, granted, it is a wealth of information and in use in the correct form and format, you can get some great information, some great content from it, such as this podcast. Right. But when you use it for distraction of what's really going on in your head, we don't profit much from that. So I'm going to introduce a concept to you. Maybe you you guys are familiar with it. Maybe you're not. The concept is called mind mapping. OK, mind mapping. And basically what you're doing is you're, you're allowing yourself to think freely and you're allowing your mind to wander. Now, this is when we're going to come up with some of our greatest ideas. This is when we're going to take the thing that's been floating around in the back of our head that may be a business idea or maybe something that you really want to work on professionally. And we're going to we're going to develop that thought. Now, the reason we call it mapping is because we're actually going to train our brains to take everything one step further, and and here's what I mean by that: if you were to look at a piece of paper where someone was mind mapping, what it tends to look like is a family tree with really no um, methodology, right? So you have bubbles, one big one in the middle of the page, and then you branch off from there. Every time you have a major thought and then you take those thoughts and you break them down and and you go to the next level, next level, next level, so on and so forth. So I've got eight steps for you for you to do that. Let's jump right in. Step number one. Step number one for mind mapping. Okay, you want to eliminate distractions that is extremely difficult in this day and age to Eliminate distractions. Most of us pride ourselves on the fact that we know how to multitask or most of us pride ourselves on the fact that we can do multiple things at the same time, often called walk and chew gum. Right. But we have to eliminate distractions now for a session of mind mapping. Let me let me let me backtrack. Let me set it up a little bit. You're going to put yourself in a room, which we'll discuss in a moment. And you're going to eliminate all distractions. You're going to have a piece of paper and a notebook with you and you are going to develop these thoughts and you're going to capture them on the notebook. So that brings us to step number two. Low to no sensory. And we might as well just say no sensory. We, we want to be in a in a space, in a comfortable room, um, maybe behind a table or a desk. Right. With a notebook. We don't want our phone anywhere where we can see or hear it. Maybe that means doing that when everybody is asleep. That's a great time to do it when the house is quiet. Maybe that means wait until everybody leaves to go to school if you have that ability. But you're going to put yourself in a low to no sensory situation. Okay, that means the lights are going to be slightly dim. The door is going to be closed. The television is going to be off. And it's going to be you and silence and your thoughts. Okay. step number three, grab a notebook and paper, not your phone. I know a lot of us tend to try to take notes on our phone and that's cool, right, for on the go type stuff. But this is a little more premeditated. This is a little more um, tactile. There's something about having a pencil or a pen and writing something on a piece of paper when you write something down on, on a piece of paper, it almost gets etched into your mind, almost like a muscle memory piece of what you actually wrote. Right. So we want you to get a notebook. And a pen, preferably a pen, not a pencil where you can erase and go back and erase. And we, we, we want this, you know, whatever comes out, we, we want that to be captured. And you're going to sit behind the table or the desk, low to no sensory with minimal distractions. OK. Number four, you're going to set a timer. This is a exercise. This is not meditation. This is not um, um, what, what, what do you call it? This is not brainstorming. This is not this is not that. This is not an open ended exercise. This is a a restricted exercise in terms of the time you're going to spend, where you're going to do it, and the tools you're going to use to bring out the thoughts. So you're going to set a timer. My recommendation is to set that timer for between 10 and 15 minutes. I know that sounds difficult. And for some of you, you're like, nah, that's not that long. 10 to 15 minutes. Try sitting in a room and closing your eyes with the emphasis on not falling asleep for five minutes. I guarantee you, you will open your eyes within that five minute time frame, or you will fall asleep because there's so many things that are going on in your head and everybody has fear of missing out, right? FOMO, that you will open your eyes to see what's going on around you. So start with 10 to 15 minutes. Don't try to swing for the fences and go for 20 to 30. Not yet. Next thing you want to do is you want to get comfortable, but not too comfortable. Kind of touched on this a moment ago. You want to be in a situation behind the desk or upright in a chair. You don't want to be laying down because you don't want to fall asleep. (laughs) Now, a lot of us can do uh, daydreaming and we fall asleep, right? And some of us fall asleep daydreaming specifically, but we don't want to be so comfortable that we have the risk of falling asleep. We want to be alert and awake for this entire process. Now, let's get into actual brain mapping. This is number six. Start with a big idea. Start with a single word in the middle of the page. Now, you could do the brain mapping exercise as as many times as you want for as many subjects as you want. I recommend you take whatever is floating in your head, whatever top of mind that might be your career, your business, your marriage, your your children. And you start there and you take that one thought and you branch out from there. So you put that one big thought, that one big idea right in the middle of the page. You draw a circle around it and you branch from there. And you keep branching, you keep creating these lanes of where your mind is going. You may go from one large circle branch to a medium sized circle and from that circle have six circles surrounding that with thoughts. And then from each one of those six circles, you might have two circles. So I, I hope you're understanding what I'm what I mean when I say it looks like a family tree with with no rhyme or reason. It looks like it's out of control. OK. So once again, number six, start with a big single word or a big idea. Number seven, branch your thoughts from that single word that's in the middle and use the entire page. If you have to go to multiple pages, go to multiple pages. But I don't want you to think that you have to stay within the boundaries of an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper. That's one of the issues that we have as a society. You you often hear somebody say, think outside of the box. Well, that box could be eight and a half by 11. That box could be a single sheet of paper. So make sure you've got multiple pages in your notebook. Make sure you've got plenty of ink in your pen. And you want to use the whole page without fear that you're going to run out of space. OK, let your mind wander, which is number eight. The big point of mind mapping is to allow your mind to wander. It's to allow your mind to control the direction of the thoughts. And just going back before we review those eight steps, let's let's talk about why we do this. We mind map and you should mind map. So that those great ideas can be turned into something rational and reasonable so that we can then move them toward profitable thoughts. Okay? So we want to capture what is going on in your mind. Everybody has great ideas. Wow, I mean, have you ever watched an episode of let's say like Shark Tank and you watched it and you were like, "Man, like I thought of that already." <laughs> right? Or you you're watching an episode of Shark Tank and you're like, "Man, that's so simple. I wish I would have thought of that." That's what we're trying to capture. We're trying to capture those things, those inventions, those those business concepts that will help you achieve your goals ultimately. OK, and we want to capture those, write them down on a piece of paper so that we can then develop them. But like I said before, a lot of times and this is the main reason we we mind map a lot of times we don't even allow our minds to wander every minute that we have that our mind is not occupied Typically, we pick up our smartphone and we and we start either playing a game or reading a news article that's typically depressing. Right. (laughs) Or um, logging into our favorite social media app and, and scrolling the feed. The point here is that we're going to capture what's in our heads, allow our minds to wander And we're going to try to develop those thoughts. This is step one. Step one is to get what is in your head out of your head. And I guarantee you, nobody can think for you. I hope that makes sense. Nobody can think for you. People can make decisions for you. People can make suggestions for you, but they can't think for you. The best way. To. Get ideas out of your head and to generate ideas and generate thoughts is to practice is to exercise your brain. So if you're exercising literally right now, physically, like you're on a treadmill or like you're exercising your muscles. Think about what you're doing. You're allowing your body, you're pushing your body to its limitations in order to make it stronger. Right. So that when you eventually get to a point where you continue to exercise, your tolerances will get greater and greater and greater. That's what we're trying to do with our minds, with our thoughts. We're pushing the boundaries of how we think on a normal basis. We're pushing those boundaries. We're letting our minds wander. So that when the time comes to capture those thoughts and exercise like mind mapping or, or idea generation or brainstorming, Our brains have no limitations. We've basically handcuffed our brains by not allowing them to uh, exercise themselves on a daily basis by being too busy to even daydream. By being too tired to even meditate. Right. So once again, I hope this is, is ringing a bell. This is a challenge. It was a challenge for me when I first started mind mapping. I went to a a conference uh, years ago and I attended a session and mind mapping was not the um, topic of discussion, but it was one of the steps for idea generation. It was it was used as a tool in that regard. In that context, it was used as a tool to clear your head. So you can also mind map when you think that you're just when you're getting so busy or you're getting stressed out or you feel overwhelmed, that's that's the word I'm looking for. You feel overwhelmed. You can sit down once again with limited distractions in a low sensory setting with a notebook, with a timer. Comfortable, but not too comfortable. And you can clear your head, you can literally clear your head of all the random thoughts. And the point is, hopefully the thoughts have some type of order to them. They may seem random thinking about them, but when you put them on paper, hopefully they have some type of order. That is what I want you guys to focus on this week. Eight steps to mind mapping. Give it a give it a shot. Once again, you heard me in the preview episode say specifically that I am going to challenge you. I get challenged all the time. Okay. <laughs> I get challenged by countless individuals all the time. I am going to challenge you to actually take action in your life. Okay. This podcast, the school of hard knocks podcast, the school of hard knocks um, um, enterprise is all about self-improvement for business success. Business success starts with people. People make businesses. I'll say that again. People make up businesses. So in order for the business, whether small, mid, corporate, to be successful, a lot of times we have to look at the people. We have to improve ourselves. So that's what this is. School of Hard Knocks thing is all about it's all about taking the situations that not only I've been in but the situations that you're going to hear in the next couple of couple of weeks some of my my awesome guests are going to talk about the situations they've been in and it's all centered around self improvement for success in business so once again let's review Mind mapping eight steps. Number one, eliminate distractions. Number two, low to no sensory environment. Number three, grab a notebook and a pen. Not your smartphone. Number four, set a timer. 10 to 15 minutes. Don't get too ambitious. Number five, get comfortable, but not too comfortable because we do not want you to fall asleep. It's not nap time. Number six. Start with a big Single word, a big idea in the middle of the page. Number seven, branch thoughts. And use the entire page. Use multiple pages. Do not be limited by that eight and a half by 11 square. If you have a dry erase board, use your dry erase board. If you have a chalkboard, use your chalkboard. If you have some sidewalk chalk and you want to go out the driveway, use the sidewalk chalk. Number eight. Let your mind wander. Let it go. Be free. If you think it, put it on the paper and let that thought develop. Let that thought keep turning itself over and over and over again. Once again, this is episode one. We are going somewhere. Okay, we're going somewhere. This is episode one. So that's the episode for this week. I really thank you guys for listening Once again, I appreciate your support. Reach out to me on social media. Leave me a review. Right. Leave me a review on your favorite podcasting platform. Pose me some questions. Give me some suggestions. Let me know how this first episode did. Let me know if you did the mind mapping challenge. I will read your comments on the show. Before we end the show for this week, I got I got two more things I need to I need to hit real quick. Uh, First, the brain teaser. That was posted on Instagram. It read like this. This five-letter word becomes shorter when you add two letters to it. Again, this five-letter word becomes shorter when you add two letters to it. The answer, of course, is short, right? You add an ER and it becomes shorter. Uh, Shout out to Natalie Ludstrom and Emily Matos. Those were the first ones to respond with the correct answer on Instagram. And Facebook, I also believe. So I definitely wanted to recognize them. Also, guess what? Hopefully you listen to this episode first. But we got a bonus episode. Yes, you heard it correct. There is a bonus episode for this launch week, week one. There are two episodes for your listening pleasure. The next episode is an interview with a young lady named Danae Hankerson, which I believe a lot of you guys can probably identify with just based on where she is right now in her career and her life. So definitely, definitely, definitely get on the bus because class is in session. Go ahead and check out that bonus content for this launch week. I really appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. Once again, if you are listening to this first episode, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening to the School of Hard Knocks podcast. Remember, new episode every Monday. Subscribe to never miss an episode. We can be found on your favorite podcasting platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, and TuneIn. Leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. We can be found on social media by searching the School of Hard Knocks. That's Knox, K-N-O-X. To find out how you can partner with the School of Hard Knocks podcast for as little as $1 per episode, visit www.patreon.com forward slash hard knocks podcast. Please, guys, subscribe, leave us a review, and forward and share this podcast to somebody you know that needs to hear this message. Again, thank you for listening to the School of Hard Knocks podcast. I am your host, Mark W. Knox.